All these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the go, you know the you know the thing. A new world order. the truth i can give you some truth this is aaron cole here with the cole report coming to you live via the powerful atn dot live hope everybody's doing great out there this morning if uh before we get started in the show if you can and are able to we have a donate button down at the bottom of the page if you cannot do that you can definitely help us Spread the word, spread the show, help us grow that way. It is free and we are putting out great content like the Shepherd and Bella show, the conspiracy chicks, rained out Rancast, berserker survival. I can't remember if I said him yet. And then in this show, the Cole report, we're, we're over here trying to make it happen. We're building our own ways to fight against the systems. So if you can show us some love, either way, we will take what we can get. So when I was thinking about this show today, I try to, I'm trying to keep it, uh, I don't know, nice and doom and gloomy without, uh, I don't want to make it too, too rainbows and, and too much rainbows and sunshine just yet. We have a long way to go before we get there. So it is important to keep our, our, our foot on the pedal of, of going forward and trying to make some shit happen, open up some eyes to, to the nonsense that's going around the world right now. And when we look around, it seems kind of like there's four distinct ways when you're trying to collapse society when you're trying to overtake people you can do it with politics you can do it with with social like society and culture you can do it with environmental shit and of course you can punch them in the pocketbook with the economic issues so with that said that's i think those are the easiest ways probably some of the most agreed upon ways you can collapse society and today, my friends, we're going to be talking about the collapse of not just the United States, but of the world. And not in the sense that there will be zombies on the streets and be Mad Max necessarily, necessarily, but making it to where what we have now or what we have had is completely gone. I think the best place to start here is with the problems we see in in the united states the the problem of politics it is pretty pretty clear to see that it didn't necessarily start with donald trump and people are going to get upset with that but we clearly know that there was a a change that happened when when trump came on the scene of course we had george bush we had barack obama we had blowjob bill clinton <laughs> we had new world order uh daddy bush we, we've had some really stinkers and 
I think when when Trump came on the scene in this political scene, it was it was a, a change of just you know every four years you you throw your vote in a box and and you kind of move on and you know like hey as long as they don't fuck up the country, who kind of cares in a way? We we will just move on. Everything will be just fine. But that changed with Donald Trump for better or worse. I think if Hillary would have got elected. We more conservative leaning people and stuff like that. We would have moved on. We would have overcome. We we wouldn't have let it bring us down so much. <laughs> and and then we got, but instead instead of that, which you know we can debate on how that happened, uh, how how Trump got in. I, it, of course, it wasn't the Russian collusion or anything like that. But I think he was he was meant to get in because he was a way to make politics into something different than what politics were supposed to be about. He, he made this thing like it's like a rooting for teams for sport teams. There's no more unity. Like I said, I can't blame him for that in any way. It was just a side effect of him getting into office and, and like I said, done intentionally. We can't beat that all day long, but just to simply state that that is how politics are now, especially with Biden getting into office, even more radicalization. <laughs> we can all agree on that. I think so. We we want something different. We don't want what we have. We We can't stand each other. Without getting too far ahead, we we look at each other as either white supremacists or libtards or um, Nazis, fascist, communist. We, we're not a country anymore. We are so deeply divided that I don't know how you can really bring this thing back together. I have some ideas, but we're going to have to save those for a little bit later in the show. And it, it won't be pretty. There's, there has to be a, a really big event. But let's get back to this, this political divide. We, we see it everywhere. You, you, if you wear a hat, a red hat, you can be, be punched in the face. If you, if you, um, I guess even if you say you support like a LGBTQ or whatever, I don't even, I'm not even trying to miss say that, honestly, I just try to, that's just kind of what I remembered off the top of my head. If you even remotely support that, you, you could be labeled as something other. And of course we see some, some stuff that'll help you get labeled with your nose fucking rotten off and that kind of nasty shit. That's, that's pretty damn gross right there. But let's let's shift gears a little bit into something that you need to have if you want to communicate effectively or if you want to politic correctly, you need to communicate properly. This is a massive problem for the, the current administration. And you could say that as well for Trump with with the way he'd be like, this is perfect. This is going great. You know, just terrific. Best missiles ever. Never seen missiles this good. Vaccines. Great. And talking like a third grader is not going to inspire a lot of confidence with with people that know that there's shit on both sides. But, you know, we're going to have to move past that. And we're just going to have to document exactly what we're seeing nowadays with 
the Biden administration. They are picking people for for so- like social society reasons, like you know, equal. Uh, just trying to make everything equity, or uh, you know, whatever you want to fucking call that shit. It's it's retarded, is what it is. Excuse my language, but um, let's listen to a uh, Cream Jean Pierre or Cream Pie Pierre, whatever her name is, real quick. Just this the the lack of communicating is outstanding. It's called the Inflation Reduction Act, but the Congressional Budget Act uh, uh, Office, which is nonpartisan, said that there would be a negligible impact on inflation this year and barely impact inflation at all. Uh, next year, I mean, isn't it almost Orwellian? How can you call it Inflation Reduction no. Act when the nonpartisan experts say it's not going to? So I appreciate that. Out? I appreciate the question. We've actually addressed this, the, the CBO. It was the top line number. There's more in there that shows uh, that it will have the money uh, from. Remember how we're doing this too. It's it's making sure that billionaires uh, in corporate America are paying are paying their fair share. Okay, so. What she's doing there is not answering the question at all. She's not communicating back to to that to that anchor or whatever the fuck he is. She's just sidestepping the question with talking points that they already do and they have. Very good tactic if you're if you're clever at it, like some people are in in the past, like um, uh, Zuckerberg with the wig on, uh, Pasaki, really good at doing that kind of stuff. This lady, not so much. We have some other examples here of um, our our vice president. Um, no, we'll, we'll we'll skip her for now. That's too easy. It's it's more fun to God. Let's do Biden for for a second. Let's do him. It, it's more it's more fun, I guess, to make fun of the old man instead of the just the the dumb vice president because she. She does really suck, and she just talks in these weird, like, circles. It's like some kind of, like, an alphabet soup of predictive uh, predictive programming of speech. It is truly something to behold, but we're, n- we're going to leave her alone for today, and we're just going to zoom in on how bad the politics are right now with, with the people leading the country. We cannot trust them. When, when we're left with idiots like this in charge, and like I said, goes goes with the person before as well. When we're left with people like this in charge, we are going to be doomed. This is one of the first stages of the, of the country eroding and falling apart. Let's listen to Joe Biden. If you, if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to Anyway, from from uh, uh, Char- excuse me, from Charlotte, one uh, another line going from in, in Florida down to Tampa of Putin's kleptocracy. Yeah, America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him uh, foot. The idea that. Um, Los Angeles and uh, and uh, um, uh, um, what am I doing here? For two reasons: one, to we haven't been able to communicate it in a way that is. Uh, um, let me say it another way. But the nature 
not a solid meeting with um, with uh, the uh, they make a very good point. Here's the deal. Here's what drives the driver uh, in the states that are affected. Here's what the, you can do, the drivers. We want to expand peak pre-K for three and four-year-olds, millions of pre-K. The, um... Okay, I was going to stop that earlier, but I could not help myself just sitting back and enjoying that. I forgot for a second I was doing a show and I'm not supposed to be sitting here having that much fun. But back to the point. When when they can get everybody into this team mentality of us versus them, it is very easy to drive drive wedge, drive a wedge, and then wedge issue that with other political stuff like abortion and stuff like that. So we're no longer have the the idea of this outcome that we want to be together as a country. It's just you want to get your people in charge and drive down as much crazy shit on them. Even if you don't agree with it is what's the most, the craziest thing. It's like cutting off your nose to spite your face. It's, it is just, just like that. You don't care what happens to you anymore. you you just want to see the other person suffer and you can just keep that cycle going and cranking down on each other. And it's going to be just, just as bad. I believe if we make it to the next uh, president, I'm assuming it'll be a Republican for, for better or worse with that. I personally would say, I don't know, but I, th I think you can, you, it'll swing back and it's going to smack the more liberal people in the face. I'm pretty sure, or at least it'll be portrayed that way to kind of get them angry and get them fomenting some more violence and, of course, they'll turn back on Antifa and BLM and everybody will just kind of, you know, just stand by on the left while the right's kind of rooting on the police, going and taking them down and shit like that. <laughs> the IRS is about to come and put their foot off in everybody's ass. We got a lot of bills to pay, everybody. We got a lot of bills. Another. How much was it? It was like seven, seven hundred and seventy-five million dollars going to Ukraine, which it does. That's even seems small right now because we sent over a couple billion here and there for with weapons to them. So, I mean, fuck, it's not a billion dollars. So it's like, oh, that's, that was an easy week right there. We didn't have to give them all of our fucking lunch money. Let's um, let's get into this next part. This is one of my more favorite ones. We got a lot of clips we can play with this too. I don't want to make this a complete clip show, but sometimes you just have to kind of compile the craziness of everything and just kind of let it shine. And, um, I guess the easiest one to start with right here would be, would be the, the gender problem or the, whatever you want to call it. The, the men confusing, confusing, their their dick for a vagina there was some really weird shit i saw just um i think like two days ago or so i can't remember where exactly this came out of i think it was like the boston some kind of like boston hospital something or some shit like that i can't remember i'm sounding like joe biden right now but um it was on how to tuck your dick in your balls 
and tape it to make it look like a vagina. And they're giving this advice to little kids, like under like 10, I think for like seven-year-olds and shit like that. We can agree that that's not normal, but there are people out there right now They're promoting this. And the only thing I can think of, the only reason why I can think they would be doing this shit is to make people really mad. And and it's working. It's working quite well. This is something where we see, you know, the social culture aspect just grinding down on everybody. If, If you can't trust your kids to go to schools and this isn't everywhere and it does get conflated to to where it's like all over the country every school that the these teachers on tiktok or you know programming your kids and hanging up rainbow flags and shit it's probably it's not that overblown i will guarantee that if, of course it's more in big cities which are in pretty much every state has at least one good sized city you'll probably see it there it's, this shit's not going on in every school, in every little town across the country. So that part, they're kind of picking at the nerve of everybody and making them kind of believe that that is the case. And it's like it, it goes back to to the politics part of it with, with the wedge part. All of this shit is meant to wedge, 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 divide everybody. That's the perfect way to collapse culture collapse society it works quite well but um i got a couple clips here of this gender stuff it's i don't we don't need to play too many of them because we got some other parts we can talk about with the the social and this culture aspect here but um let's listen to this these crazy people talk about their pronouns there's like cake gender people that say they're fishes (laughs) If you thought like they, them was ridiculous, they're not like this non-binary crowd. And and if you really do feel this way, I'm very sorry for you. Um, You should probably go get some, you know, work through that. And we got to be careful and not make fun of all these people too. I'm trying to do this out of a way of highlighting the problem with our culture and how that could be exploited to collapse society. So Go go figure that shit out. We're not making fun of you. We're trying to highlight how they are making people feel this way that usually would not. Because I don't think this is a natural evolution of, of human psyche. This is clearly being done. It is not normal for there to be a an explosion of people identifying as a different sex just to happen overnight. That's not normal. We need to get that cleared up real fucking fast. You can't say that there was maybe like 1% of kids that think that they're actually this way. If a two-year-old comes up to you and it's he's a boy and he's like, hey, I feel like a girl. I'm like, okay, you're a fucking kid. Go fuck off. I heard this put, I don't know if I have this clip. I'm jumping ahead of myself, but let's, let's play this clip first about this uh, person that's using per and pers pronouns. What? the fuck okay let me get this queued up real quick because i'm jumping ahead of myself went on a little bit of a tangent there let me scrub that back and here we go 
Let's talk about the pronouns per, hers, which are neo pronouns that anyone of any gender can use to affirm and express their identities. Per, hers pronouns are based off the word person, and they're basically pronounced in the same way. Let's practice with an example. If I were talking about someone who uses per, hers pronouns, I might say, as soon as per introduced herself, I knew we'd be friends. Her energy is radiant, and I cannot wait to see per again. Okay, does that make any sense to anybody? And there's somebody that actually believes that. I think back in the day, they'd probably be locked up in the in a nut house. I'm relatively sure. That is that's mental illness in the way that you that could be said with like a smile and a happy face. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that is ridiculous. I think they're had a clip. I might have to bell on this. Um. Okay, here we go. One more clip real quick. If this isn't the right one, I'll just tell the story and just move on from this. And we got other shit we need to get into with this part of uh, of the this, this collapsing society that we live in. Okay, here we go. We are treating adults like children and children like adults. That's... <laughs> you go up to a 40-year-old, you're like, you want to get a cheeseburger? You got to get your push to shot. <laughs> got to show me your band-aid. Then some eight-year-old's like, I want to cut my dick off. We're like, that sounds responsible. We're not going to challenge that. Take the car. Go do your thing. Are you nuts? Look, I understand, man. Some of these kids, this might be real. But, like, give it some time before you start just chopping stuff off and folding it in. It's quite a process. You can't just believe kids on face value. I mean, it's, it's an insane thing. When I was 10 years old, I was convinced I was a pirate, Okay. My parents didn't chop my leg off and have it replaced with a wooden peg, right? No. They gave me an eye patch, a stuffed parrot, and two weeks later, I realized I wasn't gay. <laughs> That's some funny shit right there. Yeah, that was the clip I was looking for. It summed up so perfectly. Um, beautifully done. We, we treat. Yeah, we, there's like an inverse. <laughs> we, we think of kids are adults and adults act like kids and that you that is not sustainable to to keep the future of of humanity of the earth going it always to admit, to me that seems like it goes back to depopulation that's how you depopulate people you get them so fucking confused to where they think that they are the opposite sex and they want to go cut their shit off and then you let kids act like adults and then you know, then adults start diddling kids and shit like that. And, you know, it, it just spirals out of control from there. So what the fuck? Okay. This is, this shit gets me kind of down sometimes, but we got to persevere and, and get this, get these thoughts out there and document what exactly is going on. Uh, so the next part of uh, social and in, in this culture degradation that's going on is the white liberal. <laughs> The white liberal is such an interesting, interesting case of how some of these people think they're really helping, helping like black people and, and other people, and they're not, obviously. And most of them, I think they, they think they are helping, but at the top when they, they started creating this shit, like with the, the Tavistock Institute and stuff like that, they convinced these people that know what they're doing convince these idiots that, hey, we're so liberal, we're going to go back to segregating people. 
What the hell? I'm pretty sure we had the whole movements for this back in the day where we tried to bring everybody together. And then now it is being it's progressive and it's a liberal to tell teachers. I think it was in uh, Minnesota that if you're instead of like based off your tenure, which seems kind of more reasonable, if there's going to be layoffs, like whoever's been there longer gets to stay in the newer ones, you know, you got to get kicked out get fired or whatever, put on leave. Now they're going to do it by color. <laughs> and you know who comes up with this idea? Fucking white liberals. Yeah. Yeah. Think about that for a second. How, how do you convince people because of their own white fragility or whatever you want to call it that you don't need your job anymore because you're not black or Mexican or, or trans or something like that just because you're a regular white person? You probably should lose your job because that is fair and equitable and all that, all those buzzwords, those words that, of course, they have a meaning, but we don't know exactly how they're being used in these cases. It just sounds good. And, and that goes into everything is racist, too. If you point shit out like that, it's racist. <laughs> how in the fuck is, is it that way? I don't, I don't understand. I'd love to have some clarity on this. Just about me talking about this. This is transphobic and this is racist right here. Just pointing out simple facts, simple facts that are trying to keep the world from falling apart while at the same time with these agendas and in these thoughts, they are actively taking a buzzsaw and just separating it limb from limb. That's how you collapse a society. You get people so confused, so disoriented. They don't know whether they're coming or going. They don't know if they're, if they're men or women, if they're, <laughs> if they, if they should keep their job or not because of their skin color. How about everybody has a fair chance to keep whatever is going on there? That, that seems more reasonable to me. How about we stop? stop with all the crazy shit we have in the inner cities of promoting drugs to get them, get black men arrested. And then, you know, causing these problems where you have single mom, single parent house households and that just perpetuate a cycle. How about we address shit like that rather than just hiring people because of their skin color and calling it, calling it fair when you should base stuff like this off of, your actual merits of the person. That seems like that would make a lot more sense to me. It might not make sense to everybody else. All right, we got to jump back to this, this trans, trans agenda, this gender agenda, whatever you want to call it. Cause I think it is one of the most important parts of this. The racism stuff is very important as well. That's how you could cause wars over, you know, something very simple. Is you know we're all people, but we know we look different. the The trans agenda thing is very much underlined with the idea of getting people to sterilize themselves or to make it you know kind of difficult for them to have kids. So that's something we really got to zoom in when we're talking about depopulation. This video is from the Boston's Children's Hospital. 
and it says basically that toddlers can know if they're transgender. We talk, kind of touched about this a second ago. I forgot I had this clip, but let's go ahead and play this clip real fast and uh, check out what they're saying. My child will often know that they are transgender from the moment that they have any ability to express themselves, and parents will often tell us this. We have parents who tell us that their kids, they knew from the minute they were born practically, and actions like refusing to get a haircut or standing to urinate, trying to stand to urinate, refusing to stand to urinate, trying on siblings' clothing, uh, playing with the, quote, opposite gender toys, things like that. There is more and more a group of adolescents that we are seeing that really are coming to the realization that they might be trans or gender diverse a little bit later on in their life. So what we're seeing from them is that they always sort of knew something was maybe off and didn't have the understanding to know that they might be trans or have a different gender identity than the one they had been assigned. So that is a, a growing population that they are, that we are seeing and that's being recognized as being trans and able to be treated. Wow. Okay. Holy fuck. How can you... Kids are kids. That's why he says you... Kids are not running the household. If the kid doesn't want to get their hair cut, you'd be like, yes, you're getting your hair cut, Timmy. You look like a fucking hippie or something, you know? Or, you know, some, I, I sit down, this is TMI, but sometimes in the morning when I first wake up and I'm tired, you know what? Sometimes I'll sit down and piss. Okay. You know, aim's a little sloppy when you're first waking up and I don't want to pee everywhere, but then I'm lazy sometimes too. Okay. So does that mean I'm transgender when I, you know, what the fuck? It makes no sense. And, and playing with different toys. I have, my daughter will play with, with dolls and then go play with dinosaurs and cars and shit. She's completely normal. She just wants to play with stuff. Okay. You, that's like the overanalyzing. It's just, I think it's just turning something simple into a bigger problem. That's why this transgender stuff is exploding. They're brainwashing parents into trying to figure out every little thing that their kids do and then assigning a, a behavior to it. Sometimes kids or kids are always kids, no matter how old they are. It's so, so retarded. It's so stupid how they act like they can just use simple stuff into basically screwing these people up, putting them on puberty blockers. That's what this next clip is about. Putting them on puberty blockers for no damn reason. And it, the evidence does show that this leads to suicide. Another depopulation tool there. It's truly, truly, truly screwed up. Okay, let's uh, let's play this last clip, and then we're going to move on to the next uh, topic we got here. Hi, my name is Priya Dar. I'm one of the doctors at the Center for Adolescent and Young Adult Health here at the Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh. I wanted to talk to you guys today a little bit about puberty blockers. Puberty blockers are basically a medication that says, hey, let's just put a pause on puberty. Um, and that can be really beneficial for younger kids who have start, already started the puberty process who either might um, go through a lot of psychological distress as they go through puberty if they're uh, struggling with gender dysphoria, or for somebody who's saying, hey, I'm not really sure if I feel comfortable in my body or, or what gender I truly identify with. Mm. Just put a pu just put a pause on puberty, okay? You don't need to do that. That's completely fine. We're just going to fuck up your whole life, you know, because you're not sure, of course, you know. Everybody, when you start going through puberty, when you're that age, 
you don't know what the hell's going on. And you can just go and I'm sure probably these people you don't even need like um like your parents need to know. You can probably just go there and be like, hey, I want to do this. And they'll probably just do it to you, you know, without, you know, getting a adult consent or whatever with it. This is one of the things that the is the um I don't know, just society, um, the globalist. I don't think that's even the right word whoever's in control of this shit, this is something they are winning pretty heavily on right now. It's a, it's a massive problem that we are not quite up to speed on yet, but um, you know what they're doing with, with society and culture, they're really eating our lunch right there on that one. But um, we got to get moving on to the next topic of uh, how you collapse society. And that is the environmental and um, there's a lot of ways we can go with this one. Um, of course, there's ESG, there's the energy, the climate change, farming, all of that kind of stuff. But I think the most important one right now, they're kind of using all of these things to attack is is food, the meats, the grains, all of that kind of shit. It is pretty hard to um, keep keep society going, keeping people alive when there's no food. And unfortunately, of course, as we all know, nobody's really out there growing their own shit. Not enough to sustain yourself for long periods of time. I did a little bit of gardening this this spring, and then as the summer came in, really dry, really damn hot here in Texas, and it screwed up my garden pretty good. It's the first time I've really tried to do that big of a garden. We did get some some fruits and vegetables out of it. But it would not have been enough to to feed us for for the you know the rest of the year. So that's something I'm not really prepared to do is to to feed ourselves that way. Of course, we can go hunt meat and stuff like that. But you know that's kind of that's a little bit more difficult. It takes a lot of a lot of energy yourself to go out there and get it. If you're not eating a bunch of food, you kind of need to conserve energy and you need time to go do other things. That's why having a garden and, and growing food that way is pretty beneficial. It's kind of like passive, you know, income in a way, but the income is food. And not everybody knows how to do that. Of course, I'm, I'm lucky I live in kind of a, a rural environment. So I have land to do that kind of shit. If you're living in New York City or, you know, any of these big examples, of course, <laughs> you're not a you're not going to be able to do like the the homeboys from Chaz and, you know, throw a piece of card, cardboard down and put some dirt on it and put some seeds on that shit. It's not going to work out too well. I don't think you can grow anything besides maybe some dandelions that way, which um, I think dandelions might be kind of healthy, but you're not going to get a lot of nutrition and, and uh, caloric value out of that. So they're using... Of course, the ESG stuff, and they're saying that there's too much nitrogen in the air. I'm pretty sure. I don't really feel like fact-checking this. I could, but I'm pretty sure the air we breathe is already 70-something percent nitrogen. You think a little bit more is uh, going to hurt. You think cows burping and farting. When I heard Joe Rogan say that shit, I think it was when Sam Tripoli was on his show. It's like, oh, bro, it's the, it's the burps, man. The burps is what's really bad. Like Joe fucking Rogan, who's supposed to be a, this, this this guy that knows a lot or whatever. He's talking about fucking cow burps. Who 
puts any credibility into that is causing the earth to get fucking hotter. I call bullshit. It's, it's just, it's changes. Shit changes. The sun fucking makes the earth hotter, but they're going to use that shit. They're, they're cutting off feed. They're cutting off, um, water and this heat and shit. It's all causing cattle to die. Um, like I said, they're cutting off the grain to the cattle or to any kind of, you know, like goats or pigs or whatever, whatever kind of livestock people are trying to do out there. They're cutting that shit off to slow down the meat supply. Of course, when you do that, there's a lot of studies. I don't know how true it is, but it seems kind of to make a lot of sense with me that when you start doing that, of course, people get, get smaller. They don't form the right, um, kind of brain actions going on in there. You need a like cholesterol in, in your, in your brain to help it fire properly. Like mine does not do sometimes, but like all that kind of shit, you need to have either really good like vegetables and, and uh, supplements, eggs for sure that has cholesterol. I don't think that's vegan or, or vegetarian, but meat is usually a good way to get that. Um, not saying that you have to have meat to have that, but it does help unless you pay a lot of attention to that. Like I said, we could live without it, but it's, it's not about if you, if you do want to do that, that's completely fine. If you want to live without eating meat, of course, we're all, um, you know, allowed to make our own decisions and, you know, approach life however we want to. But when you get told you can't, that is a really big problem. The next thing with the environmental shit going on is going to be energy. I don't know about a lot of other people out there, but everything in Texas is spread out crazy far. If you don't have gas, if you don't have diesel, you don't have power to heat or cool your home, you're pretty screwed. If you want to get anywhere, I got to drive 50 miles to, to a decent sized city. If you want to get some shit that you can't find in my small town, you're going to ask is going to be driving. If you want, if you want all the, the good shit from the grocery store that you're used to, that shit's going to have to get trucked in from somewhere. Of course, I don't want to be too obvious here with, with statements like this, but this is always to, to shut down civilization. If you stop bringing food to that grocery store in any town for just, I think two or three days there, there's going to be some big ass holes in the shelf and people are going to be wondering what the fuck they're going to go looking for it somewhere else that there's not food there in the next place. You got a really big problem and there'll, there'll be some kind of, of breakdown of civilization. Of course, you add all the other stuff on top of these, you know, the first two onto this third one got a lot of problems that are starting to brew and say that, you know, there is still meat out there. Say there still is grain out there. There's still a little bit of fuel, a little energy for stuff like that. That's when you bring in the ESG. Because if I was going to do this, I wouldn't do all of that at once. You just want to kind of crack down on those, make the supply smaller, start getting people kind of used to it. And then you hit them with the ESG and the environmental social governance. Of course, this is proposed more for businesses and, and countries. We talked about it on the last episode, but make no mistake. ESG will be used on people and it's 
not necessarily going to be, I think it could be incorporated in that way for like purchasing stuff. Like, Hey, you're instead of bucks, you just have an ESG score or, or a, a social credit score or whatever you want to call it. It'll, it'll be used for behavioral modification. That is exactly what it's all, all kind of meant to do in, in my opinion, and the way I'm starting to look at this, they will make you not go after these kind of things anymore, whether you used to love it or, or whatever have you, they'll, they'll get you to do stuff a certain way. If you are not trans enough, if you're not uh, voting for the right people, if you're eating too much meat, they'll just shut you down. And that's, that's just a couple of the ways they'll kind of control us uh, with, with this environmental part of, of collapsing society. Let's, let's go ahead and move on to the, to the fourth one. And, and we got a lot of clips in this section right here, but to the economic issues, this one makes a lot of sense to me and don't get me wrong in any of these four ways, you could just really drive down one of them and collapse society that way. But what we're seeing is a very equal push on all four corners of these things into into a bubble to try to make us pop either if we don't do it ourselves they'll just find out a way to do it and you know do it with uh, with war or something like that but let's let's jump over to this um this clip i saw today of uh george soros where is it at let me find it real quick all right here we go george soros take it away in the last two years, you've been blamed for financial collapse of Thailand, Malaysia, Indonesia, Japan, and Russia. All of the, all of the above. All of the above. Yeah, yeah. Are you that powerful? No, I think there's a great misunderstanding. I am basically there to, um, to make money. I cannot and do not look at the social consequences of, of what I do. As a, as a competitor, I've got to compete to win. As a human being, I, can, I, I am concerned about the society in which I live. Which George Soros am I talking to now? The amoral George Soros or the, the moral George Soros? Uh, it's one person. It's one person who at one time engages in amoral activities and at the rest of the time tries to be moral. You're a Hungarian Jew mm -hmm. who escaped the Holocaust. Mm -hmm. By all right, I wish I could find the that full clip, but that's all I could find today. I'm sure there's a lot more interesting stuff there. But when we're looking at economic collapse or just uh, using the economy as a way to collapse society, people like George Soros, who I think some some people like Alex Jones might make him out to be possibly more evil than he really is of course some of those believers if you and there's a lot of people out there like that too but if you if you know the person's name they're usually not the one running everything but what george soros does very very interestingly with his way of um getting money while he's fucking up countries and then using that money to go <laughs> and fuck up other countries is truly truly brilliant in the way that he approaches that strategy of collapse one, use that money to collapse the next one. And, and while you're also invested in that country and, you know, collapsing it and then you just bankroll it and keep it going and keep it going. And he's been working on the United States. Don't get me wrong. He is responsible for some really 
shitty stuff that goes on in the United States, but I don't think he's the end all be all of this, but the way he speculates on money. And this is something I need to look into a lot more. I'm not some kind of like financial genius that knows all about this kind of shit, but his, his ability to, to do what he does is truly, truly surprising to me. Um, another course issue that's very pressing right now. Um, the, um, the overprinting of money. We are just on this tear right now. And luckily it hasn't been quite as bad as I thought it would be. Whenever, whenever Biden first got in, he was talking about the, the build back better agenda and how much money that would cost. Of course, on top of what Trump printed out for in 2020 with the, with the COVID hoax or whatever you want to call that shit, just incredible money printing. I'm money printing. I remember when we were getting some of those checks, I was telling my wife, I was like, you know, I'm still working. You're still working. Why are we getting this money? Like, do we spend it now? Do we sit on it and kind of wait for inflation to go up? I was like, <laughs> I'm not an economist or anything like that. And I mean, there's a couple people talking about it out there, but I just, you just know anytime you're getting more money than you, than you, I mean, not need, but more money than you're used to for no good reason. There's going to be some issues. We're going to go out there and start buying shit. And I was like, you know what? I'm not really going to save this money. I'm going to go buy some material things for down the road, like go get some supplies. You know, um, I used some of that money to go buy a bow and arrow to learn how to start doing that just in case shit got bad and, you know, run out of bullets. You have a, you have a bow to, um, you know, go hunting or, I mean, you can kind of defend yourself with it, but you know, you want to try to use a gun for sure before you start trying to do that shit. Nobody's Rambo over here, just dropping people (laughs) with with the boat, with a bow and arrow. Um, And what we see going on right now in the United States, at least, and we're seeing it in, in Europe as well is in a, for a way that they're trying to bring this down is through cranking up the taxes. And we're seeing that with the IRS enforcement people coming out. Those people are not going to be going to the rich people and asking them for money. Rich people know how to keep their money. That's why they have so much. They're going to use lawyers and use these loopholes like they've been doing. The rich people aren't stupid when it comes to (laughs) keeping their money. They They have their ways. But normal people like us, Whenever we get a bill for some shit and we know it's legit, we usually pay it. We don't like to do it, but we also don't like to get in trouble and go to jail and this kind of stuff. So we just grit our teeth and and just send the money in. Some people are going to decide not to do that. So that's why these assholes, and it's not going to be the homeboy in the wheelchair. It's not going to be the fat white dude in the back of those pictures. It's not going to be the little Asian chick that come knock on your door. There's going to be some black, black water motherfuckers coming to your door. Some people that have been in conflicts. Well, they might not even be Americans. Honestly, the, the shit we're seeing with the IRS and that kind of stuff. That's not the people coming after you. Oh boy. in the wheelchair isn't going to roll up your steps. <laughs> that's not, I, th- I think that's pure propaganda, but they're going to start taxing us. And to try to get this inflation under control, raise the interest rates. When when you start overtaxing people in this this kind of inflationary cycle, it's going to cause 
people to lose their houses, people to lose their cars. They're going to be able to pay their bills, get their, get their house condemned. I'm pretty sure if you don't have like water and electricity in your house and you're still like paying on it, the, the city can come by and just say like your house, you can't live in here till, until you get your shit situated. They'll just come and condemn your ass, condemn your house and your ass. <laughs> and, um, I mean, that that's, that's going to, if that happens to enough people, you get, you know, some homeless people going on in the streets that aren't used to being that way. They're going to start looking around and talking of why are we living this way right now? We're going to go fucking kick down some doors. We're going to go get our shit back. And that's how you collapse civilization that way. There's, there's a couple more examples there, but let's start trying to trying to put this together a little bit. We, we see, we see war coming right now. And I think that's the, the backup plan. They are clearly trying to do something in the West right now that they're not doing around the world. In the West, we see crazy politicians more so than I mean, Putin and Xi Jinping, like they've got their own problems, but we don't have their like Nancy Pelosi's running around, picking up, picking up bags of cash. Their leaders aren't bumbling and acting just completely stupid and they can talk a lot better. We don't have them turning their kids gay or, or trans or whatever. They're not running around looking for everything that's racist and then actually fomenting racism and calling it progressive at the same time. Russia and China and India, they're not running around turning off their, their farms. They're not turning down their food processing. They're not worried about climate change and their carbon output. Maybe they are kind of fucking up in the economic issues right now, but we're kind of pushing them to that with with what we're doing because we're printing so much. They're kind of scrambling. That might be one way we could, I guess, break them down. But I think that it will be, I think that's kind of wishful thinking. We have um, this from Zero Hedge. It says, supply, commodity, and dollar shock. Morgan Stanley sees gathering storm clouds of a global recession. So... In a way, with this this war thing, I think it's kind of a could be also a facade. I mean, there's so many different ways to look like this. I can I can go in like a ten minute stretch and see all these different possibilities. Like maybe the war is real, maybe it's not. There's also the other idea that maybe all these countries are kind of doing this, working together in a way where. Like I said, we do see all this crazy shit in the West because that's we've built up so much over here. People like Pakistan, they don't have to go so damn hard on their people with cutting off everything. It, when you don't have as much, you don't have to condition your 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 people that like that. You they're you're already on a lower playing field. So we're seeing all this shit in the United States because we're the we're the biggest you know, country out there with our money and, and the way we're used to living that they just want to bring us down. And I think that's what it's all about. Cause why would China be doing all of this, this crazy shit, unless they're conditioning their people, of course, but why would China, if they're trying to take over the United States, be locking their people down for with COVID when they probably know what, what most of us know that it's not that big of an issue. Why would you be turning off production? Why would you be tracking and tracing every single body 
unless you want to control them like the rest of the like the west seems like they want to do it doesn't make a lot of damn sense the more i look into it it looks like they want to cull the population down they want everybody wants like their own little kingdom again i think they saw that the world economy gives too much power to to the people in a way that's why we have to have these massive corporations to make everybody a wage slave and drive down standard of livings in a way because at a certain point, if you can ride this this craziness, everybody can have a lot of money. Everybody can have a lot of cool shit. Everybody can have a very meaningful, productive life. And I don't think the people really in control, I don't know if they're lizards or Kazarians or <laughs> I mean there's so many so many different names and, and theories out there I don't think it's Klaus Schwab that's running everything he's just a front guy like Soros all those people are just a puppet for somebody else it's not Joe Biden out there running shit it's not Vladimir Putin it's it's something much bigger than that and they don't not they do not like the way the world is was was living if that makes any sense they wanted people kind of put back in their place like the the medieval times or the 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 dark ages i guess not medieval times that place kind of sucks anyways i don't they're stupid ass nasty half a chicken on my plate that shit's gross um <laughs> they they want everybody being back to like serfdom where they're they're low iq they're low information they kind of live in squalor they don't have meaningful life they can't think they're all just stupid asses that have to listen to what they're being told by their by their master their person in the high castle they they don't have any freedom of movement they just spend their days in the same place while it leaves all these extra resources for for all the rich and the elite and if you think in a way we did have to, or they did have to let people kind of build up a little bit so they could get all this cool shit. Cause it's hard to think of badass stuff when you're just like having, when you're fucking your cousin and making inborn <laughs> babies all the time, it's kind of hard to get like somebody that can build computers and, and open up wormholes and shit like that in CERN. So I think maybe they're like, okay, we got enough technology from these idiots. Let's go ahead and turn this shit back off. So we see the collapse and everything pushing in from, from all these sides. And it's just to bring it back down to push that reset, to have that great reset is what it looks like to me. How do we stop it? We, we get more informed. We speak out about it. We have to change the way we're living because what we're doing right now is not working and it's not going to be easy. We can't be big dickheads about it. We have to understand Every action we have has a opposite and equal reaction to people. So try to get out there and talk to people and get them to understand what exactly is going on. They're not going to agree with you on everything, but maybe just mention it. Don't get yourself in a fight over it, though, for sure. Definitely don't do shit like that because that's not going to be good for anybody. We, we just have to work together. I think there could be a way out of this, but it's by being self-sufficient, not relying on the government, not depending on, you know, for a handout. We got to get proactive and get ready, but that is going to be 
my time for today. Hopefully y'all enjoyed the show. I'm going to be back again next week. I had an idea of what I was going to talk about, but I have completely forgotten. It'll just be a surprise to both of us. <laughs> so I want to take y'all for th- tuning in. Uh, if you do and you can, like I said, the donation button will help for now. Just if you can, if you can't, if you're broke like myself, just share the show, tell people about it. Tell them what we're doing over here. Check out all the other great shows. We're, we got a lot of great people over here. The Shepherd and Bella show. We got Raina Rankast. Berserker Survival, The Conspiracy Chicks, my show. We're all over here trying to bust some ass. Looking for new shows, too. If you know anybody, you can recommend them to uh, get in touch with uh, with us. And, um, you know, we're, we're just trying to build up the information out there. This is a free speech platform, and we appreciate you tuning in. If you weren't listening, we would just be talking to ourselves, and we might have straight jackets on, because <laughs> these are some pretty weird conversations to have with yourself. So, Thank you very much. We're going to see you back here next Saturday. If you missed some of the show and you want to catch it before the rebroadcast, check out the the Cole Report on Apple Podcasts, any of those kind of podcasts out there. But thank you again. We will catch you later. I am Aaron Cole. Have a great fucking weekend. Goodbye, guys.